0: Welcome to Embrace the Wrestle, a podcast about everything under the umbrella of mental health and general life issues. Join me, Ladima Cummings, your host. I've been a mental health professional for over 30 years, and I've personally dealt with depression as well as family issues of addiction. We all deal with life struggles and mental health issues and we all need to look after our mental health just as we do our physical health. Guess what? It's all connected. I want to help you gain a better understanding of how mental health disorders occur, how we can treat them, and better yet, how we might prevent them. We're all in this together, so let's stomp out the stigma related to mental health issues. Well, hello, and Happy New Year. I hope the new year is off to a good start for you. I kind of feel like I need to reintroduce myself, because it's been uh, a long time since I've done a podcast. And this absence was uh, not planned by any means. And I do apologize for that of for anyone who's a regular listener, I'm sorry that I haven't had any regular podcast for you to listen to. I have to say that I'm a little embarrassed to say that the last podcast I put out was in October, early October of 22. I don't want to make excuses, Uh, I think it's just uh, normal life, and um, I'll share a little bit of what was going on in my head and in my world. So much has happened since early October of 22 in the world, in our nation, the U.S., and I'm sure in everyone's personal lives as well. I've personally gone through a couple of transitions since the fall, not the least of which was turning 65. I guess that makes me uh, an official senior citizen. Hmm. I'm not really sure how I feel about that. I'm now on Medicare. Talk about mind-boggling. It does seem rather surreal to me, though. 65 sounds like a a serious age. I don't want to say that it sounds old, but it does sound like someone at 65 should be rather mature and um, (laughs) well-seasoned. I dare say that I've become rather well-seasoned in these 65 years. Although my body sometimes feels achy and stiff, I still feel young at heart and my mind seems young. At least in the way that I look at things and the things that excite me and get my creative juices flowing. I'd have to say that wisdom is probably what I value the most of this age. I certainly don't know all the answers. And sometimes I'm not sure about the questions, really, or I don't always understand the questions. But life has brought me many lessons, some quick and easy and others that have been drawn out and downright hard and painful. These experiences, I like to think, have given me wisdom. With wisdom comes a sense of knowing and understanding. And what I know and understand is that the universe always, always has our back. We just have to pay attention. And sometimes we just need to get out of our own way. Another thing I know for sure is that I still have a lot to learn. I just hope that lessons are a little easier. <laughs> Aside from transitioning to the official senior citizenship status, I've also made a work transition since the last podcast. For anyone who's listened to previous podcasts, you may remember that I've been talking about making a job change at the first of the year, this year, 2023. Well, I'm very happy to say that this has happened. I've changed from doing Jerry psych consultations at long-term care and independent living facilities to working in an outpatient mental health private practice. I'm glad to be back at this type of setting. Although I learned a lot and am really glad that I had the experience of working with the geriatric population and their families, I feel that I'm back to where I like being the most and where I really belong outpatient. I've been with this practice on a very part time basis for the past five or six years. It's good to be here now with expanded hours and to be able to work with others in a collegial way. What about you? What transitions did you go through in the last year? Are you in the middle of a transition now? Are there changes you're planning or have in the works? I would really enjoy hearing about your transitions and changes. You can always email me at Ledema at embrace the net. That's all lowercase L A d-e-m-a at e-m-b-r-a-c-e-t-h-e-w-r-e-s-t-l-e dot net. Or you can even go to the website, www.embracetherustle.net and leave a voice message there. Just go to the contact page on the website, you'll see an orange button that will allow you to record a message. Isn't that cool? And no worries, I'm the only one that will be listening to your message. So, I'm 65 and I just made a job change. I do realize this is the age at which many people are thinking about retirement or have already retired, but I'm still not done. (laughs) I feel there's still a lot for me to do. My plan overall remains the same, to continue to grow and expand the Willow Group, my business, my baby. This podcast is one arm of that business. My plan all along has been to add a variety of services to the business, all along the lines of good mental health, services to help us get through life, Not by merely surviving and hanging on, but in a positive, growing, and happy way. The services I've been envisioning are life coaching, creating online courses related to mental health issues, public speaking, and writing. I had planned to add the coaching part of the business this past year, which didn't happen. Well, I guess that's not entirely true. I did add that component to the business, at least in a logistical sense, but I wasn't successful in drawing any clients my way. This is where some of my confessions are coming in. By the mid part of last summer, I found myself listening to a number of different podcasts, pretty much all along the lines of spirituality and personal healing. Well, I became so intrigued and in awe of some of the things that people are experiencing and and doing that I guess I kind of lost my way. Well, I lost my focus. Have you ever become so enthralled or interested in something that it just kind of became overwhelming? Well, that's certainly what happened to me. Around the end of November, I realized my mind was going in so many different directions with the excitement of what I was learning. And with that, I began to think of more and more services that I wanted to provide through the Will Group. Well, maybe not different services, but so many topics that I wanted to provide or cover. My mind was in an endless loop of learning and thinking and speculating and planning. By the end of November, I realized just how exhausting all of this had become. So, I stopped listening to all podcasts. Also, at that time, I found myself on way too many email lists. I was getting daily emails from various podcasters with good information and many offers for classes and courses. And of course, all of this fed into my sense of being overwhelmed. So I went through the different emails I was receiving and unsubscribed from all but two of them. With those two changes, putting listening to podcasts on hold and unsubscribing from a lot of email subscriptions, that sense of being overwhelmed quickly began to subside. Also, in the midst of all this learning, thinking, speculating, and planning about what I could be offering to others, to you, I wasn't doing the podcast. Oh, I was thinking about the podcast, but I wasn't doing it. It was all in my head. Can you relate to being all in your head about something that You want or need to do, but you're not actually doing anything. I know I do this in other areas of my life too, not just with the podcast. In my head, I can have tasks done around the house. I plan it out. I know exactly how I'm going to do X, Y, or Z. And then I don't do it, I don't put action to my plans. Ugh. I think another word for this could be procrastination. (laughs) After I was able to think more clearly about the podcast and the business of the Willow Group without that never-ending loop of ideas that was overstimulating, I was able to see that I needed to get back to basics. I reminded myself of why I actually started the podcast, to help stop out the stigma related to mental health issues to talk about mental health issues, to normalize them, to talk about what we're all struggling with, what we're wrestling with, and shed light on how we can embrace these struggles and get to the other side, where we can feel calm, balanced, confident, happy, even peaceful. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you're struggling with. What obstacles are in your way? What's keeping you from having the life you want? I also want to hear what has helped you with facing and embracing your struggles. What has helped you win, triumph, conquer? I want to hear your stories so that I can share them with the podcast audience to help others who are in the same boat you've been in. In all honesty and transparency, I have realized that not hearing from you, the listeners, has fed into my inconsistency with the podcast. Yeah, another confession here. I know people are listening. I get statistics that tell me that. But I have never received an email from a listener or received a recorded message. Now, there are friends that will text me or mention in conversation something about the most recent podcast. But other than them, it can seem that I'm talking in the woods, and no one is there to hear me. It kind of feels lonely. Now, please hear my heart. I'm not putting the responsibility of consistency with the podcast on you, my listeners, that's totally on me. But I do hope that you understand how exciting it would be to receive a message. <laughs> that would make my day, well, probably my entire year. And hearing from you would help me to know what you really want to hear about with regard to mental health. There are so, so many topics and issues under this big umbrella of mental health. Do you want to hear more about diagnoses such as depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, addictions, and the like? Do you want to hear more about building or sustaining self-confidence, self-esteem, healthy boundaries, dealing with difficult people in your life, goals, conflicts, and the like. Through my career, I've worked with just about every diagnosis and situation under the sun, not to mention what I've experienced in my personal life, my 65 years of life on this planet. From being a step-parent to being divorced and dating in midlife, I found it rather challenging to try to look cute with sweat dripping off my face from menopause. I've also been a mom to a son with an opiate addiction. Now that's a walk through hell and back. I think it's fair to say that professionally and personally, I've had a wide range of experience and feel that I have some wisdom to share on a variety of topics, which I've come to see as both the good and the bad news. With this wide band of experience, I've had a very difficult time figuring out who I would be the most effective in coaching. I believe my indecision, along with the realization that a lot of folks don't really understand what life coaching is, have been the factors in my coaching services not getting off the ground. I just couldn't nail down who I would be the perfect life coach for. I thought about coaching stepmoms of teens, helping with families making the decision to place a loved one in a nursing home, or or coaching moms or parents of adult children with active addiction. I put messages and feelers out for all these areas with not one nibble. That was kind of disheartening and discouraging, but it didn't make me want to give up on the idea. Have you ever had a thought or an idea about something that you wanted to do and just knew it was the right thing to do, even though things weren't falling into place? I certainly didn't want to try to force the issue of offering life coaching. I'm not sure how that would have worked anyway. Rather, I realized it was just time to take a step back. I do try to listen to what the universe is telling me. I try to pay attention and to which direction the universe is pointing me in. So even though I still believe that life coaching is a valuable service that I can provide, I realized it just wasn't the right time. Life has taught me to trust that such things will fall into place when the timing is right. Just in case someone is listening who doesn't really understand what life coaching is, Indulge me in talking a little bit about what life coaching is and isn't. Life coaching is different than therapy or counseling. In very basic terms, as a life coach, you find out where a person wants to be, where a person wants to get to, wants to achieve, and coach them to that end helping that person to see what obstacles might be in the way and helping them to figure out how to maneuver around those obstacles to help the person fully understand why they want to do X, Y, or Z. This can help to further define the desired end result. Being coached is not about lying on a couch, reliving or describing every aspect of your life. It's more about this is where I am, and this is where I want to get to. And the coach's role is to help that person figure that path out and help that person see what they have inside of them in terms of strengths to get to where they want to be. Sometimes therapy may be recommended, but I would say that's the exception to the rule. With my realization that a lot of people just really don't understand what life coaching is and And as a result, not having any idea if they need or want a life coach, I've decided to take a little different approach. I want to help people who are struggling with where they are in life or the situations that they're struggling with. Life is hard. Let's just talk about it. Nothing intimidating, nothing overwhelming. I'd like for you to think about this as having a cup of coffee, tea or a Coke. And just having a conversation about what's on your mind, what's in your heart. Imagine sitting at your or my kitchen table, if you will. For folks local to me in the greater Indianapolis area, we could even meet at a coffee house or someplace like that. Does that sound inviting? Does it sound like something that would be helpful? Does that sound like something you'd like to send me a message about? Along with listening to you and coaching you with whatever it is you're struggling with, I also want to help empower you to be able to do this for yourself. I want to teach you how to figure out how to combat the sadness, the depression, the anxiety. I want to teach you how to deal with that difficult family member or or co-worker. I know we all have them. I want to help you learn how to make that decision about your career. I want to teach you how to find your confidence, your strengths, and to get in touch with your intuition. I want to help you learn how to find happiness. Here's a clue. It's inside. And even how to find peace. Most of all, I want to give you hope. I see hope as vital to getting ourselves through the tough, hard situations of life. If we don't have hope, then there's no reason to try. Here's a quote by an unknown author Hope is putting faith to work when doubting would be easier. I like that because. When we're in a really tough situation, we do have a lot of doubt. We have a doubt that things can get any better. But if we can see a glimmer of, of hope, then we can hold on to that little bit of faith that things can get better. And that can give us the oomph, the, the motivation to start to put one foot in front of the other. Hope, along with my faith, have kept me going in my darkest and toughest times. I want anyone who feels that they are in despair, that there's no way out or up, to realize that there is always hope. So has what I've said and shared stimulated any thoughts? Any ideas? (laughs) You know I want to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts what transitions you've been going through, what you find valuable about this podcast, and what you would like to hear about or hear more of. Remember, you're never truly alone. All of us struggle from time to time. And there are always ways to connect. And there's always hope. Speaking about hope, that's what I want to talk about in the next podcast. How do we keep our hope or even find hope in a world where there's so much tragedy on a daily basis. Well, for starters, I think it's important to limit our daily intake of the news. And we need to increase our daily intake of humor and laughter. A quote from Norman Cousins says, Laughter is a powerful way to tap into positive emotions. And I wholeheartedly believe in that. And I think we also need to focus on kindness. Just saying something kind or doing an act of kindness on a daily basis. Stay tuned for more. By the way, I want to mention that there's a new three-digit number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And that number is 988. You can call or text 988 to be connected with the National Suicide Prevention Line. And if you're a veteran, you'll be prompted to press 1. As always, I want to thank you for sharing your time with me and listening to the podcast. Be thinking about small acts of kindness that you can share with others. I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, keep embracing your struggles. Bye-bye.